Hello and welcome to Random Draw, a trip to the vinyl archive to WTBR-FM. When WTBR moved to the new facilities here at Pittsfield Community Television, it brought along with it a tremendous asset, its vinyl collection. Numbering nearly 20,000 pieces, including full albums, EPs, singles, and so much more. The purpose of this program is to take you back in time to the early days of WTBR when these records were brand new. I'm your host, David Cachet, and over the last couple of years, I have acted as sort of an archivist of this great collection. Just imagine, if you will, a wall full of records sorted into like cubby holes with about 150 to 200 records in each section. I'm going to be choosing one of these sections to grab records from. I'm just going to be randomly selecting records off the wall of our studio and playing them for you. That's right, playing the actual vinyl records that have been in the WTBR archives for decades. Now, each record in our collection has a catalog number listed on it, and this coincides with the order in which it was received by the WTBR DJs back in the day. Its first two digits represent the year it came in, and the remaining three or four digits will tell you the order in which they received the LP. Now, tonight we're going back to the year 1985. That's right, the middle of the decade here of the great 80s. And we're going to start with an artist who uh, certainly had some big hits, both solo and with groups, and that's John Waite. And in 1985, he was putting out his third solo album, and uh, it was it was uh, a fairly decent success. The album hit number 36 in the U.S. And the single that I'm going to play for you it went all the way up to number 25. And it's a song called Every Step of the Way. And uh, John Wade is still out there actually touring to this day. I think he's actually playing SPAC in the summer of 2024. So go figure. I mean, he's an opening act, not the headliner of the concert, obviously. So let's go back to the year 1985 and listen to John Waite with his number 25 hit, Every Step of the Way, right now on Random Draw.
Sheila E. with Sister Fate. And before that, we heard Clarence Clemens, the big man, with You're a Friend of Mine. And we started off the show with John Waite and his song, Every Step of the Way. Now, Clarence Clemens, of course, is best known as being the saxophonist, longtime saxophonist for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a separate band a few years ago. But in 1985, he was riding high off the Bruce Springsteen wave of popularity and released his debut solo album, an album called Hero on Columbia Records, catalog number 85-710. Now, the uh, that, that that song was really big here in the States. It got played a lot on MTV and everything uh, because it was featuring uh, Jackson Brown and his girlfriend at the time, Daryl Hannah. They both actually performed vocals in the track, and they both were in the music video for that, and the single climbed all the way up to number 18 for Clarence Clemens. So that was, again, Clarence Clemens with You're a Friend of Mine. And we finished up that first set of music with the great Sheila E., uh, who, again, is sort of known as being a member of another band. Uh, and she was a longtime drummer and percussionist for Prince and Elle of his various bands. Uh, but in 1985, she was putting out her second album, an album called Romance 1600. And the album hit number 50 here in the States. It's released on the Paisley Park label, which is Prince's label, catalog number 85-648 here. Now, the, uh, the single that I played for you... Uh, uh, it, it pretty good. It, it hit up in the top 40 here in the R&B charts. Now, that album is known for a better song called A Love Bazaar. Uh, but the album version of that song is over 12 and a half minutes long, so I really didn't have time to play that today. But if you want to listen to it, I'm sure you can find the album uh, streaming here. Uh, that was uh, Sheila E. and the song Sister Fate. We're going to keep the uh, female energy going here with another set of music featuring uh, female singers. And we're going to start off with a group from Australia, and that's uh, the Divinals. Now, 1985, they were putting out their second album, an album called What a Life on Chrysalis Records. And uh, the album hit number four in Australia, and it was their first charting hit in the United States when it hit number 91 on the album charts. Now, their biggest hit would come a few years later in 1991 with their uh, smash hit single, I Touch Myself. But let's go back to before that song. Here is the Divinals with Pleasure and Pain right now on Random Draw.
for physical reasons, but I want you for your mind. Maybe they give you thrills, but I'm no one-night stand. That was The Flirts with You and Me. Before that, we heard Precious Metal with their song, This Girl. And we started off that set of uh, groups led by female singers with the Divinals and their single Pleasure and Pain. Now, Precious Metal was an L.A.-based all-female band, and this was their debut album. It was an album called Right Here, Right Now. And uh, it was released, let's see here, on uh, looks like Mercury Records, catalog number 85-627. Uh, it didn't really go much or anything like that, but the cool thing about it, it was that lead guitarist Janet Robin would later join Lindsey Buckingham's band in the early 90s and be his guitarist on tour and that sort of thing. So that's what she was mainly known for, but that was Precious Metal with This Girl. And we closed out that set of music with The Flirts and You and Me. Now, that group, The Flirts, uh, features female singers, but it's sort of like a Menudo-like group. And if you don't know who Menudo is, go ask your grandparents. Uh, Basically, it's a group run by producer Bobby Orlando, who would write and perform all the instruments on the album, and then he would go find female singers. So every album The Flirts put out, it was three different singers. So in 1985, they were releasing their album, Blondes, Brunettes, and Redheads. And uh, it's uh, quite the album here. And as a matter of fact... Uh, That single we played for you and me hit number one on the U.S. dance charts, and it was one of seven top 40 dance hits the Flirts had in the 80s, so uh, quite impressive for the Flirts. We've reached the halfway point here on our show, and normally I'd tell you to, you know, we're going to take a break and stuff, but you know what? I got so much great music, we're going to stay right here. But I just want to remind you that uh, you're listening to WTBRFM 89.7, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And remember to subscribe to the podcast of Random Draw by visiting wherever you get podcasts, including Google, Stitcher, Apple Music, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I don't even know if you can get Stitcher. I think that might be closed now. Who knows? But wherever you get podcasts, you'll find it. 
You can also visit our station's website for more information at WTBRFM.com. While you're there, you can see uh, all the other great shows, see their schedule, download all of their podcasts, and there's a great big button that says Donate. We'd be more than appreciative of any money you could give us to keep the lights on here at WTBR. All right, we're going to get into the second half of music. We're going to kick it up a notch here with some harder rock. And we're going to start with a group called Autograph, who are putting out their second album called That's the Stuff. And uh, it's on RCA Records, catalog number 85-749 here at WTBR. Now, in 1984, the year before this album came out, they actually had their biggest hit with a song called Turn Up the Radio. And this was sort of the follow-up album, and the album itself peaked at number 92 with no real charting singles. But we're going to listen to the title track right now. So here is Autograph with That's the Stuff right now on Random Draw.
recording right now, are we? Yeah. Trouble.
Saxon with Back on the Streets. And before that, we heard the song you probably couldn't release today, and that was Fear with The Mouth Don't Stop. And we started off that set of harder rockin' tunes with Autograph, and that's the stuff. Like I said, that song by Fear is probably one that you really couldn't put out today in today's world, and probably shouldn't. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those songs that uh, is the band is known for. Uh, obviously, some punk legends, Fear, from Los Angeles. They were releasing their second album, More Beer, uh, on Restless Records, catalog number 85-767 in 1985. Uh, these albums obviously didn't chart, but they're well-known in the punk community. And, of course, uh, Fear is always famous. I always think of as uh, they were a musical guest on Siren Live in the early 80s with John Belushi as host. And the only way he would come back to host is if they had fear as a musical guest. Uh, but they caused such so much damage with their mosh pits and stuff in the first uh, performance. They weren't allowed to perform their second song and were kicked out of the studio. Uh, the lead singer of Fear, guided by the name of Lee Ving... Uh, became an actor. He appeared in a movie like Clue. If you ever seen the movie Clue from the mid-80s, he was Mr. Body. He was the guy who was killed at the start after dinner. And uh, he also was still performing music. He uh, was a guest with Dave Grohl during the uh, the Sound City music uh, album and stuff from that movie. So again, that was Fear with The Mouth Don't Stop. And we finished up that set with Saxon. And they were putting out their seventh album, this British heavy metal band, uh, album called Innocence Is No Excuse on EMI Records, catalog number 85-620. The album itself reached number 36 in the United, in the United Kingdom and hit number 133 in the U.S., which was their highest charting album here in the States. And that single I played for you, Back on the Streets, went all the way up to number 75 in the U.K., which was their, one of their biggest hits over there as well. All right, we got time for a few more songs here. We're going to mellow out a little bit after that stuff. We're going to start with Mr. Mellow himself, and that's James Taylor, who in 1985 was releasing his 11th album, and it was one of only three albums he put out in the 80s, and that's an album called That's Why I'm Here on Columbia Records. The album itself hit number 34 in the U.S., and the single, the title single that I'm going to play for you, actually I'm going to play a song for you called Every Day. The single went to number 61 of the Hot 100, but it hit number 3 on the adult contemporary charts. So here is James Taylor right now on Random Draw with Every Day. It's a love like yours 
Mike and the Mechanics with Silent Running. And before that, we heard Simply Red with Money's Too Tight to Mention. And we started off that last set of music with James Taylor and Every Day. 
Now that Simply Red song, Money Too Tight to Mention, is from their debut album called Picture Book on Electra Records, catalog number 85-727. The album itself went to number 16 here in the U.S. and number 2 over in the U.K. where they're from. And uh, the single was also a pretty big hit. Not as big as their uh, other single off the album, Holding Back the Years. That hit number 1 when it was reissued in 1986, but I just couldn't listen to that song one more time, I think. I've heard it a lot in the 80s. Uh, So that was Simply Red with Money Too Tight to Mention. Now, the funny story I always have about Simply Red is the lead singer Mick Hucknell um, was sort of mentioned in the movie 24-Hour Party People. If you ever get a chance to watch that, it's a great movie starring Steve Coogan um, as Tony Wilson, the founder of the Factory Record label over there in the UK. And there was a story in there, and it's been repeated before, but the Sex Pistols had their very first concert in 1976 in a small hall, and there's only a few people there, but out of that group of uh, people who were at the concert, you had groups like the Buzzcocks were there, all the people who would later form Joy Division, the guys who would form Factory Records, Martin Harnett and Tony Wilson were there, the guys from the fall, Morrissey was there from the Smiths, so out of that one concert came all these great acts, and Mick Hucknell, who formed Simply, Simply Red. So that was always sort of the thing, is like all these great punk rockers, and then the guy from Simply Red. But there you go, that was their single, Money's Too Tight to Mention. And we closed up the set of the music today with all of our show with Mike and the Mechanics and their song, Silent Running, uh, off of uh, their debut album on Atlantic Records. And uh, the Mike of Mike and the Mechanics is Mike Rutherford, the um, guitarist, keyboardist, uh, bass player, whatever. At Genesis, they tend to play all the different instruments, but he was mainly a guitarist and bass player for the band. And uh, he went out solo in the 80s, and again, just like everyone else in Genesis, it seemed like had some big hits. And that was certainly one of them. Their uh, debut album reached number 26 in the U.S., and that song, Silent Running, hit number 6 on the Hot 100. And another track from that album, I Need a Mir- All I Need is a Miracle, hit number 3. I mean, sorry, number 5 on the Hot 100, so not too bad of an album for a guy who didn't really sing ever and was kind of the, you know, in the background of Genesis. So there you go. That was Mike and the Mechanics with Silent Running. Well, that about wraps it up for us here at Random Draw. If you'd like to learn more about WTBR or even have an idea for your own show, please visit WTBRFM.com. So until next time on Random Draw, I've been your host, David Cachet. We'll see you later.